Welcome everybody to episode 847. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit that button. Follow us. It means a lot. The biker war, man. Uh, motorcycle war. Whatever you want to call it is heating up over in Australia. The cops, the government, they're using all different types of tactics now against members of motorcycle clubs. And we've been seeing a lot of stuff over here in the United States as far as what the cops will do to those that are in motorcycle clubs. Everything from motorcycle club profiling to asset forfeiture to yesterday, you know what, they arrested, re-arrested uh, the leader of the Hells Angels in Las Vegas just to pump them up with more charges and make some more bail money. So this fight is real right now over in Australia. And it looks like, you know, the cops over here are taking some cues from them. But we're going to be talking about those cops coming up in a story. Yes, we're bringing back the wall of shame. People really like that uh, segment, so we're going to do it. That way we can let the public know, hey, don't point fingers. Unless you're clean as well. Yes, I know I'm going to get the haters back on this one. <laughs> uh, second half of the show, Morning Madhouse. You're going to be redirected right over there from YouTube. We're going to be talking about how can you live without creature comforts with China Dow when she comes in. But first story of the day. Uh, this is actually something I'm looking forward to. Usually, I don't look forward to anything that has to do with MCs or, you know, some of these god-awful freaking commercials you've seen, like, on that live. But Norman Reedus, he's going to be bringing, and this is huge for us, very huge. He's going to be bringing a, a film adaptation of the book The Cyclist. Now, what that is... Danny Lyons, man, if you don't know who Danny Lyon is, he was the one who got to follow the Outlaws Motorcycle Club around for two years. He took some of the most iconic photographs of the Outlaws and motorcycle clubs in general. So when I see that something like this is going to be released, I'm like, well, hell yeah. Hopefully it don't put everybody in a bad light. Hopefully... It just goes off of the true life story stuff. Because we know how they have to do stuff in the media to make things look bad, just to gain all the type of, uh, you know, viewers, whatever it is. So I am looking forward to this. Now, it says, Nicholas will direct the film, a fictional story inspired by photographs by Danny Lyon, look him up, and his book, in 1967, The Cyclist. The film is set in the 1960s. I do love some films that are based in that era. All the love, sex, rock and roll, if you know what I mean. Uh, looking at the lives of its members, the club has evolved over the decade from a gathering place for local outsiders to a more sinister gang that threatens the unique lifestyle of the original group. Uh, so, uh, Sarah Green and Brian Cavanaugh Jones are producing through Tri-State, 
a company they share with Nichols next to New Regency. Fred Berger is the executive producer. And, uh, you know, Norman Reedus, he's really a motorcycle enthusiast, big time. Uh, he had his own uh, travel series on AMC and stuff like that. So, but we do know that he is a real avid uh, motorcycle enthusiast. And then it has the actors, stuff like that. But I'm very interested to see how this is going to pan out because, again, Danny Lyon was, a, he, it's culture right there. You know, look it up and uh, you'll see all the, you know, the photos that he took and all that good stuff. Now, now, let's go to a wall of shame, shall we? LAPD officer killed during training exercise by cops. He was investigating for sexual assault. Something sinister. This is what it is right here. Uh, let's see here. Close that. I don't want to hear your uh, BS coming over. Uh, the attorneys for... Uh, there it goes. You know, it never stops. The attorneys of the family of a Los Angeles police department officer who died during a training exercise earlier this year Day he was investigating another officer involved in the exercise or excise for gang rape. No. They wouldn't do that, would they? Ain't that what a lot of the times they claim that uh, club members do? Just wondering. Houston Tippin, 32, died after he was injured by... The officer under investigation. During a bicycle training exercise in May, a family attorney said Monday, Pippen had taken the incident report of the officer's alleged sexual assault. You ever notice that uh, when they're in the news, it always has to include something like sexual assault and stuff like that? Hmm. Now, the family's suing the police department for the uh, wrongful death. And it goes on the quote, I'm certainly alleging that at least one officer engaged in abuse of force in order to try and scare or harm Officer Timpton in order to prevent him from investigating the claim of rape. Sounds like good uh, guys there, huh? Yeah, huh? Oh, let's go to this one here. Let's go to this one. Eight convictions thrown out in connection to an ex-cop who framed people for drug crimes in Illinois. Yes, this is rampant in Illinois. Huge, big time. Ronald Rot Watts, who planted drugs and falsely accused people for nearly a decade. Decade. And has been linked to 207, or 237 convictions. I wonder if he, they're going to all get locked, you know, lot out. Cook County judge on Monday threw out convictions for more than eight people whose uh, cases were linked to a notorious former Chicago police sergeant who regularly framed people for drug crimes they didn't commit. Judge Erica Reddick vacated the convictions and sentences of men in response to motions filed jointly by their attorneys. The action followed the dismissal of 
44 convictions in April and brought to 237 the number of vacated convictions in recent years linked to the former sergeant and his tactical unit. Who's worse here now? Damn, just in two articles, we're showing you what these cops are about. And when they make these allegations like they do against club members, now you should be sitting back and saying, huh, really? That's the first thing that should come to your mind. Watts, a black sergeant, led a team there for nearly a decade until 2012, planted drugs or falsely accused residents of a public housing complex and others who were visiting or simply happened to be in the area. Watson, another officer, pleaded guilty in 2013 to stealing money from an FBI informant, and he only received a 22-month sentence. Really? While these other people were probably convicted for decades, but he gets 22 months. How do you like the justice system now? Unbelievable. That actually kind of pisses me off real good. 22 freaking months, that's all he got compared to what some of these others probably had? Anyway, Washington police are gaining the upper hand on bikies. Yes, the war on club members continues to the next level over in Australia. Shows of force don't uh, get much more impressive than that which took uh, down alleged bikey killer Joshua Collin. Uh, he was on Monday sitting in Belmont Park trucking into a sandwich scourge from a member of public when dozens of cops and cars and foot descended. Now, he is the one police said that uh, gunned down uh, sometime rebels uh, enforcer jo uh, Joe Versace uh, last week, he was pinned to the ground, handcuffed, and hauled away to face court. Uh, then it talks about uh, the dramatic arrest, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but anyway, it goes on to say police have also arrested rebel sergeant-at-arms Joshua Benjamin, John Finch, uh, and they were spotted, uh, you know, on CCTV dumping a duffel bag of guns. And then they go on to say it's reassuring to see police are gaining the upper hand against these violent thugs who are blight on our state. It's funny, there was actually a study done in Australia where it says clubs only committed like 1% of the crime. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, the state government, uh, they're, he's going on and on. It's like he's pulling his frickin' pecker here uh, about how the sweep of new laws to enable police to target individuals involved in serious and organized crime disrupt their activities by banning them from associating with one another and wearing gang insignia. And now they're going to start slapping them with uh, firearm prohibition orders, stopping anyone suspected of posing a threat to the community from holding a gun license, living anywhere that guns are stored, or even being near anyone else with a gun. Boy, these people, they really go after you, man, over there. And we're, we've seen it in Texas, man. 
We've seen it in Texas. They're doing this very damn thing. The court case that went uh, where he had a, a valid CCW. They arrested him because they said he was a gang member. So we have some of the stuff that Australia's doing right here in the United States. It's like they're taking their cues from them. Really, you can see right through what they're doing. But in the other end of the deal, they're not the squeaky clean people that they claim to be. One of their own allegedly was killed by one of the cops. And then you have this guy who only did 22 months for setting all these people up that were probably doing decades of time. So don't give me this, these cops are almighty. And don't give me this excuse that all oh, one is a bad apple, don't make us, you know, everybody look like. Well, then use that, use that logic on bikers. But you won't. Because it's a propaganda war is what it is. And we need to start fighting back against it. And that's what we're going to do right here. Wall of shame, baby. We're going to make you cry. Anyway, going to the second half of the show with China Dow right now. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for the second half of this show. Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on.
It's Thirsty Thursday, baby. How's everybody doing out there? Hopefully you had a good hump last night uh, since it was hump day. I know I didn't because uh, China Dow, man, she's like freaking stingy with that shit nowadays. Don't do nothing, man. She's like broken. Why are you broken all the time now? I'm not broken. I'm tired. Oh, you're tired. Yeah. That's what your yeah. excuse always is. It's not an excuse. I'm tired. Rude. <laughs> or you have a headache. And here I always say a headache is I, helped I by have, sex. I have never used the I have a headache before. Because I know it helps to have sex to get rid of your headaches. So, no, I don't use that excuse. I don't. Hump day is supposed to be a good steak and blowjob day. That's what I think I'm going to call Wednesday, steak and blowjob day. Every guy wow. deserves a steak and a blowjob. On Wednesdays? On Wednesdays, because that's hump day. Well, good thing it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thirsty Thursday today. The weekend is coming. Beautiful stuff. What do you got going on this weekend? Uh... Work and going to the bar. Work and going to the bar. Yeah. I, you know what? You, you really look forward to going to the damn freaking kick, shit kickers bar. Yeah. It's like, what the hell, man, is up with you? Because I got to go hang out with my besties. Your besties are gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they she are. She gets all excited, man. Are you wishing that they weren't gay? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, because then they wouldn't be as fun. Well, we're going to be talking about something today. We're going to put you to the test. We're really going to put you to the test today. Moi? Yeah, you. What? Why? We're going to see if you can live without creature comforts. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Well, before you say nope, I'm going. I read, I, I read it. No, <laughs> I'm going to put a situation, and it's probably a fun game for all. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> she loves that phone, man, and where I hate it, I leave it uh, alone all the this time. This is my baby. See, it's my baby. Well, we're going to give you a situation right now, and in the audience, and I like to see what they have to say. I bring it. In 20 minutes, because it takes 20 minutes for an ICBM to hit this country. Mm -hmm. Now, with an ICBM, a nuclear warhead, it hits. And we have to go down in the basement Ugh. for at least two weeks until the sirens go off. Oh, it's okay to come out now. You're not irradiated. But, but, they also use EMPs, where they'll blow up a nuclear warhead in the atmosphere. Which, guess what? It what? kills the electrical grid. Now, they also say, if there's a full-scale war between the NATO countries and Russia, or China, that you would have a 10-year stretch... Of nuclear winter. Now you're not going to have. Creature comforts. During this time. If you survive the blast. Meaning no electricity. 
how do you think you would fare with no electricity in them type of situations? No. What do you mean no? It's not going to happen. It's now, not going to work. Now, let's take another example. I got to go buy a bunch more backup chargers that are already <laughs> pre-charged for my phone. They'd probably be worth a lot of barter and stuff like that. See, it won't be money that's going to get you through this. And you got something at your work that I would hit right away. And there's two things I would hit. Cigarettes and alcohol. Cigarettes <laughs> and alcohol because those are going to be great barter items. But I don't understand us as a society. We've came so dependent on electricity. We wouldn't know what the hell to do in an emergency like this. What would you do with two weeks and not being able to do this? There show? won't be just two weeks. You just said if it was two weeks. It's show over. Mm. Show's done. There ain't no computers. There ain't no electricity. There's nothing. But I find it funny that our ancestors, we can go to great-grandpa type of uh, scenario here. They didn't have electricity, and they still lived happily after after. We don't even know how to preserve our food like they used to. No. So you're going to have a lot of starvation, not, you know, not including the radiation that killed all the fucking animals. So you're going to be set back into the dark ages, basically. We better go make sure our CB radio in the garage still works. CB radio ain't going to work. Yeah, huh? Unless you got it on a generator. We got generator. But then you're going to have to kill over gas. See, you're going to go into a whole different world where China Dow... Is going to cry a lot. China Dow be crying a lot, but China Dow is going to have to handle a gun and shoot people. Because when you go into a scenario like that, it's you against everybody else. First place I'd make sure we go is I'm going my work. Yes, we're going to get uh, all the liquor and all the freaking cigarettes to and, barter with. And the whole canned goods section. Generators are only going to last as long as you can get the gas. And that's going to be another treasure right there is gas. But it does scare me that society couldn't survive without electricity. We got to make sure we have lots of batteries. Okay, pay attention now here. I am. Pay attention. Don't be a ditz as you always are. I'm not. Just saying. Batteries. Electricity runs refrigerators, which keep the food, you know. Most people don't even know how to do a smokehouse. Nope. Don't uh, know how to do it. Nope. Ain't that skills that we should be learning as a people? Nope. Because they've already always said if the electrical grid goes offline, people are going to die. And I'm sitting here thinking, well, why are they going to die? Because there's no electricity. Then I sat back and thought about it. I was like, they're fucking right. People are going to die if they don't have that comfort. No, I think I, I think we should just we should just open the garage, like manually, of course. 
because there's no electricity. Mm. Get on the bike and just go for some wind therapy and just say, fuck it. Bike's not going to work. Why? It's got gas. When there, battery. Was an, <laughs> when there was an EMP, it took out all the electronics, so it ain't going to start. Damn the only fuck. type of stuff that's going to start is pre-computer shit. Meaning I wish I had my Bonneville. <laughs> that would have worked. But all this new technology and shit's going to be gone. What the hell? Cars, trucks, everything that's newer. You better go find an older bike so we could just go ride into the wind. Call it a day. Okay, pay attention here. No. Pay attention. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) There won't be any phone, no communications. You're going back to the old days of, you know, sending fire signals and, you know, pigeons. How long do you think a lot of people would survive? Would you give it a... Then you got to put in the fact of people that take depression pills and all that kind of stuff. Or life-saving pills like heart pills. Oh, dude, you're screwed. You're screwed. I can't keep her on track. You're talking about depression meds. You're screwed. Well, that's gonna that's not as bad as heart medication and stuff like that. So that'd probably be the first wave of people that die. No, the first wave of people that die is gonna be those in the hospitals. Well, that's true too, because they're all on all the electrical stuff. That'll be the first wave. Mm-hmm. And then, as far as how long somebody's gonna survive, is gonna be based on how, if you have food stored away. Well, that's what's going to cause a lot of people to die. Because people are going to be shooting each other. To get food. To get food. And water. And it's going to become second nature where you get these tribes that start forming. You know, you get them to where, okay, say in our town, everybody bands together. And if somebody tries to come from the other, you know, the next town, it's a full-blown war at that point. There isn't no government services that are going to help you. Nothing. And then you have to say to yourself, what do you do in the heat? There's no air conditioning. That's a creature comfort. And you you, you mentioned about going out on a bike. Not going to happen. How do you get to the next place? You're kind of combined to a certain area unless you got a horse. Yeah, but you said that we're going to be confined like to the basement until the alarm goes off. So if we're stuck in the basement until the alarm goes off, then how are we going to go outside to go get anything anyways? That's because you had to be prepped, ready to go during that time period. But when it's safe to go outside, you're walking into a whole different life. It's like you're walking into the 1850s. And I think that's where a lot of people are not going to be able to survive. And it's a very long walk to Walmart. Walmart's gone. You can't go hoard it for the canned goods? It's already been hoarded. Gosh, we're screwed. We are screwed. We are screwed because, like, our pantry is like, I don't keep a lot of food in there. I don't. I'm not one of them preppers. Mm-hmm. I, 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 we always talk about it, but we don't do it. 
That's because maybe we should start. Your so short sightedness. Wow, is unbelievable. Wow, and I believe a lot of women are like that. Why are you always blaming women? Because women are like that. Why you gotta blame women? How you know men ain't like that? Some men are okay. Well, then just say. But people. some have brains. Say people. Instead like of you women. now, in this whole conversation, you're dits. How am I a dits? You're a ditch. You're you know you're putting on the act that you don't know what we're talking about. I know what we're talking about, but you're not letting me answer. There are other things that you need to have in those situations, like you know you gotta have stock and batteries. Too. Okay, batteries we know what you gotta have, but what can't you live without? When it's no longer there. Well, food's going to go bad because there's no refrigerator or freezer. So you have to know how to deal with that. So you have to know how to deal with that situation and how to keep your food cold. You're not going to have cell phones to communicate. No. Those are worthless. They're paperweights. What other comforts would you miss that you have now? Hot water. No more hot water. Unless we boil it. Unless you... <laughs> gonna boil it on the on the grill we're gonna put in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> this subject ain't going that good. It really isn't. I don't like this subject. <laughs> <laughs> well, hot water's a big... I like hot water. Like you, hot can't live, you can't live without that? No. Dude, I'm not taking a cold shower. Uh-uh. Cold water? No. I like hot water. What, it'd be lukewarm, you know, room temperature. Like room temperature? Yeah. No. I can't live without hot showers. See what I have to deal with in a situation like this? It's just like... I can't I can't live without my hot bath. There was pads. the big fire out here, and I said, you know what? This shit's falling all over the place. And it's a chemical type of thing. Everybody was told to get the fuck out of town. She couldn't last an hour without being here. Couldn't do it. You're full of crap. No, I ain't full of crap. You're full of crap. All you were doing was bitching the whole time. You're full of crap. Full of crap. And again, guess what? The people near the place is coming up with a lot of health problems. So I can only imagine if a nuke hit us. I got to deal with you. And I think that's the biggest problem is you got to have a leader and everybody else shuts the fuck up. Because women, they work with emotion where men don't. And you got to admit that. Women have too much emotion. That's why you don't think one should be president. Right or wrong? Wow. It sucks when it comes back and bites you in the ass. No, you're like, you're being a real jerk. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I gotta say there. Oh my god. You're being, no, you're, man, you talking about basically how women are stupid in these kind of situations. Men are stupid too. I don't, you're the one, you're, you, you are the one that's always saying, that we gotta go, we gotta go stock up our pantry, and I'll see you going to the damn store. 
Well, that's your job. No, go to the store. You could go stock up the pantry with the canned goods. We'd end up with a lot of freaking beans See, that's, and weenies. That's one of the things that people have to do in a situation like that is work together, and it's hard to work with you. It really is. Because you do the why this, why that. It's like, shut the fuck up. Let's get it done. Well, why? That's what a lot. That's what ruins a lot of shit. Well, you said there needed to be a leader. So, hey, my worship leader, go to the store. <laughs> what do you got in the news today? What do you got in the news? <laughs> I got to change the subject here because it's like trying to talk and communicate with a ditz. It, it really is. It's hard on this subject. Some subjects she's just not up to date on. No, oh, because by the you're way. talking about living with a lot of a lot of without a lot of electricity, but you're not talking about all the essentials. There are a lot of more essentials than you. Yeah, but it's up. about creature comforts that you wouldn't be able to live with without. That's what the discussion's about, and you regress to that. I didn't. So. Well, maybe you should have given tips on things that people should have set aside and ready for the prep, you know. To That's a whole different up. show, though. No, it's not. No, it's not. Anyway, what do we got? In the, oh, by the way. What? I love rich people. Why? I really do fucking love them. Why would they do? You know, I had to go out and get a new desk chair for the studio. And I was looking for an executive, you know type of chair, you know, the leather and all that stuff, comfy. Yeah. And I found one on Marketplace. Yeah. For 10 fucking dollars. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at it. And I said, okay, I'm going to get this damn thing. You know, because if I have to fix something on it, I'll fix something. It has a little freaking tear in the leather. And I go up to this place. It's a fucking mansion. I was like, damn, I don't fit in here. But I pull up in the driveway, he pushes it out. Yeah, I just wanted to go with somebody so I didn't throw it out. And I'm sitting here. You're rich. So why the hell didn't you fix it? No, they just throw, you know, 10 bucks is all you want? Dude, I'd have turned around and sold this thing for $150. Probably. But that just goes to show you why I like rubbers, too. Oh, Lord. Because they'll buy a bike, and next thing you know, they'll turn around and sell it with some low-ass miles on it. I got lucky with the lowrider for that, where there was only 9,000 miles on it. And I got lucky with the bagger, which has 12,000 miles. So get out there and look for these deals, man. Don't be embarrassed. I'll go out on Marketplace in a heartbeat. But $10. And here you were bitching, ah, you ain't going to get shit for $10. It's going to be garbage. What happened? It's a nice chair. <laughs> it's a nice chair. So look around for the deals. Be smart. What do you got is the news? Be smart. Don't be Hollywood. No, don't be a China doll. What do you got right now in the news? <laughs> Alabama prisoners strike over horrendous conditions. Ain't that funny that 
you know, they're locked up and shit like that, and they think they can strike. What's even worse <laughs> is they're trying to do it in Alabama. Alabama, Mississippi, I think they still got the chain gangs down there. It's like, what do you think you're going to accomplish down in Alabama, man? They're going to say, you know what? Starve the fucking death. We don't care. That's what they're going to do. They don't play around down south with people. You don't want to eat? Don't eat. We don't care. Yeah, but see, the only thing that seemed to be doing as far as their strike mm. is prisoners have refused to work in the prison jobs, like service jobs. So they don't get paid. Food service, laundry, maintenance, and janitorial. Okay, food service. They don't eat. They're killing their own selves. But see, the thing is, in Alabama, those job duties that I just listed, they don't get paid to do those. They shouldn't. They're prisoners. I'm just saying. So it's like they, it's not about whether or not they're getting paid while they're in jail or prison. Or is that what they want as pay? No, they just said it's there's horrendous. It's horrendous conditions there. Well, you're locked up for a reason. What kind of conditions you want? No, no. They want <clears throat> God. I'm feeling a little, uh, 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 little dry throated there. Shut up! Don't say nothing about coating it. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're demanding improvements to conditions and reforms to harsh sentencing laws and surging parole denials. Uh-huh. And they have long plugged the prison system in Alabama. Right. So basically, they want better living conditions. They want not as harsh sentencing. And What do you mean not as hard sentencing? You fucked up. And they want, this is what they want. And more parole, less parole denials. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? Y'all are dumb. <laughs> that is what they're that's what they're striking about is those three th for real there is absolutely what yeah that's what they're doing it for better living conditions you're getting three hots in a cot yeah and you're bitching <laughs> why you got homeless people out there scrunching for you know substance but you're living off, I think it's like, in Illinois, it's like $35,000 a year to support an inmate in the, the prison system. Now, I agree it's a big business where they get big budgets for keeping inmates and shit like that. But to go and say the living conditions suck, what do you want? Uh, you know, a couch in your cell? You want a nice little freaking... Uh, TV on the wall. Well, they're like, I guess the reason why they're saying about the conditions is because Alabama's uh, correctional facilities are all overcrowded. All the prisons are. That's what I was just going to say, but aren't all of them? Now, I do think that if you're convicted of, uh, you know, if you're a user, I'm not talking about a dealer here. I'm talking if you're a user of drugs. You shouldn't be locked up. No, you should get whatever kind of help and stuff like that. But you shouldn't be locked up for these insane freaking prison sentences. 
Oh, you got 10 years because you had an ounce of Coke on you at a park. Come on. Really? That's with intent to... Yeah. Well, that's what they're going to claim is intent to distribute. Yeah. When in all honesty, an ounce of Coke is really a week's worth for some of these uh, people that do it. Oh, and then here's the funny part. These prisoners being on strike, that means they're not cooking food, right? So there's a, the prisoners have leaked photos of cold, inadequate meals that they're being provided during the strike. That's what hot plates are for. Well, dudes, that's because y'all decided not to work in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) See the common sense that these people have? There's like none. Dumbasses. <laughs> well, I ain't getting hot food. That's how you're on strike, you dumbass. Y'all decided not to cook, and then you're saying the living conditions are bad while you're not doing maintenance or janitorial either. So duh. You have a lot of shit all over the place. So duh. That's why you got crappy living conditions. Because you're not doing the work. Oh my goodness, man. That's just <laughs> so like I think fucking this, ridiculous. They're they're little, you know. Rebellion here. I don't think ignorance. it's working out too good for It's them. just ignorant because the stuff they're complaining about is all the stuff that the inmates stop doing. <laughs> I'm surprised it's even in the news because usually this kind of stuff don't make the news. I know. That's why I thought it was funny. Especially out of Alabama. Alabama. Or Alabama. Alabama. It doesn't end in an S. <laughs> Alabama's. <laughs> What? Have you noticed people, a lot of words that people add an S to? Like Illinois. Illinois. It's okay. Illinois, you idiots. Just because it's there doesn't mean you pronunciate it. Or my favorite, my favorite. Hey, I'm going to go to Walmarts. Yeah. Do you believe they deserve <laughs> what they're asking for? Well, the stuff, I mean, okay, not as harsh penalties, really. Come on. If you do the crime, do the time. But at the same point, do you think drug users should be put in for 10 years? I mean, I think some of the sentences for some of the le- like lesser crime, mm-hmm. like the lesser, the not as bad crimes. Right. Some of them sentences are pretty harsh. I agree 100%. I mean, as far as like, I mean, this, these prisons in Alabama, it's specifically states that 26% of the prisoners are serving life sentences or at least 50 years. Well, they shouldn't kill people then. Which I mean, if you, like I said, if you do the crime, do the time. I mean, you want your conditions improved, then get off your asses and do it. I mean, you're the one stop complaining about they're, it. They're the ones piss moaning and complaining. Yeah. You got to stop complaining but, about it. If but that's you, what people do nowadays. That's all they do is complain. They piss, moan, and complain because that's how it is. That's how this world works. Exactly. Seriously. So. No sympathy from here, Alabama. Well, then we got Georgia. Oh, my God. Georgia. Georgia's a, you know, I went through Atlanta, and it's a fucking cesspool. You know, I remember going down there for uh, a club event. And it really is, man. It's a cesspool down there. So it doesn't surprise me about this next story. Georgia mom says she was fired from substitute teaching job after objecting to a book in elementary school. 
let me guess, they were trying to teach kids the Kuma Sutra. <laughs> no. Why is it that these people are so emphatic about pushing sex on these younger kids? No. Here's okay, number one. These people, it's it says it the book is titled All Are Welcome. And it features illustrations of same-sex couples. Oh, my God. Here we go. So, this mother is suing the school district because she was fired. Because she said that this this book violated her religious beliefs. Well, then I... You know what? She shouldn't have to teach it then. But more importantly, it's the not kids so, shouldn't know it. It's not so much about her specifically teaching it. She said they they say that. And I quote, no teacher should ever be fired for expressing genuine concerns about what's happening in their children's schools, especially when your children are six years old. So they were teaching us at six years old. This book was Jesus Christ. This book was for every age level in the school. They're starting them so young. What is it with these people that always have to bring this shit up at the kids? That's not something you do. Mm -mm. I think all schools should do like uh, that one school that we talked about, that other state that we talked about yesterday, and make it where the parents have to be given the curriculum mm -hmm. before the school year begins in case there's any issues on some of the things that are going to be discussed. It actually isn't a new concept. <laughs> it isn't. It's not a new concept to do that. We had it. We our parents knew what the hell we were learning. Well, with ours, like sex ed, your parents had to sign a permission slip. I'm not only talking about sex ed; I'm talking about a curriculum as whole. Is... Yeah, but they didn't go into detail about like what books were going to be used and stuff like that. I think that One... parents need to be made aware of what books are being intended on using for what topics. One thing that infuriates me with some of these schools is they're hanging in the classroom these BLM flags, these gay pride flags. It infuriates me. Because that's political. I thought the government was supposed to stay out of that kind of crap. You're not supposed to have that kind of shit on there. But they're, then they complain when People want to hear the Pledge of Allegiance? Yeah, whatever happened to that? Why is that not? We did it every morning. Why is it not allowed? I don't think it's right. Just because it says God? Under God. So? And it's always funny, the minority, because they cry so damn much, get to change the majority's, you know, majority's rights. It's not how it works here. And I think less than 1% of the population in the United States is all them letters. But they get to put these kind of books in our schools? You're crazy, I mean, I've man. never, I've never heard, crazy. I've never heard of this book before. Makes me want to look it up and see what it's all about. But yeah, so they don't, I mean. Do you think she deserved to get fired for not teaching it? Do you think her religious beliefs should be uh, come before what 
she was supposed to teach or whatever. Well, I mean, isn't that where you're mixing up church and state, though? You know what? That, that's a damn good point. That's a damn I mean, good shouldn't, point. Shouldn't, I mean, I get it. People have their religious beliefs, and I don't knock people for their religious beliefs. Everybody's are different. Mm-hmm. But when when you're working in a school, which is like a state-funded facility. Right. Uh, shouldn't you put some of your things in the back burner when it comes? I mean, okay, I let's put you as that teacher. You're teaching a I, I sixth mean, grade I class. Mean, I wouldn't say it goes against my religious beliefs. I think it's disgusting, and I wouldn't teach it. Even though they said you had to. I wouldn't do it. If it if if I if I was teaching a classroom of six year olds and they wanted me to give the show that's not I, I'm not their parent. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to teach them about that kind of stuff. And I believe, you know what? I used to be a huge supporter of unions, steel workers, coal miners, but these te- this teacher union, fuck them. I am so sick of them. They're the ones that cost our kids ex- education during COVID because, oh, we don't feel safe at school. Get out of here, man. Really, get out of here with that crap. And they're the ones that are pushing this kind of curriculum is this teacher union. I do not believe teachers should be a part of a union. I don't. I don't believe teachers should be teaching anything that has to do more than the basics of sex. Well, I'm not only talking about that. Our whole state is almost bankrupt because of their pension crap. They're like gangsters on you know, steroids. You know, okay, I get it. They teach our, they, these teachers teach our children, right? But what makes them worthy of getting a pension? I don't get a pension. They're special because oh, they help special the Democratic ed, maybe. Party. Special ed, maybe. Them and the Democratic Party walk, you know, side by side, man. They're in line with everything. I think if that's the case, then you should make it where every job offers a pension. But I do have to ask a question here. Sure. What the hell happened to the Democratic Party? What the hell happened to common sense? If you would ever go back, uh, shit, Dementia Joe, man. He had a lot of different views when he was younger in the Senate. He was hard on crime. He didn't believe in all this, you know, transgender stuff. Hell, he was even a racist in the 70s when he said, don't bust him. He was best friends with Robert Byrd, who was, uh, you know, the Grand Wizard of the KKK. And then all of a sudden it's like, damn, what the fuck happened to your party, man? You liberals have really lost it. They used to say Republicans were the party of the rich. It's not like that anymore. They're the party of the rich. How you figure? Because all they do is go after freaking movie stars. They only push policies that help the rich. You had Nancy freaking Pelosi, that drunk, come out and said, well, the Florida farmers, they need somebody to pick their crops. She actually said that. And I'm like, damn. 
But does the media call her out for it? Hell no, she, they don't. Yes, because they're tired of calling her out for stuff. They are. I wonder if she's going to retire after they get their ass kicked. I mean, she got called out for the mask thing, right? Right. Then then didn't her husband get called out? Yeah, he was drunk driving and uh, pulled the cop card on him. So, I mean... By the way, I'm going to be going live tonight. Oh, it's going to be a good one about cops tonight. I'm just going to let loose on them bastards. Ruh-roh. Oh, yeah. And if you look at the... The coming up playlist, we got a bunch of special guests coming on Sundays uh, up until November. I'm starting just uh, going to the winter schedule and getting the lives booked up uh, ahead of time. So I just got to get the damn time differential right because, you know, I was supposed to have American Cholo on. I said seven and they're thinking, okay, seven their time, seven their time. <laughs> I screwed it all fucking up. You need to tell them Central Standard Time. Yeah, I need to tell them Central because uh, California is two hours behind. Or us you could be that. like, hey, man, seven Illinois time. Illinois, really? <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> what else you got in the news here? LAPD officer killed during training. I just covered that in my first segment. By cops, he was investigating yeah, for I know. sexual I co- assault. I covered that one. Nuh-uh. Yes, I did. Did you go in complete detail? Yes, I did. Damn. Where was I? Oh, yeah, sitting here. Yeah, sitting here. You could have listened to me covering it. You're a butthead, man. Dude. They're guilty. That's all I'm saying. They're guilty. <laughs> <laughs> They're guilty. One thing that has happened out there is but have you noticed have you noticed because this isn't the first story that i've seen in the past couple months about cops being killed by other cops in training exercises not only that they're getting killed on the streets yeah but but there's a lot of cops being killed by other cops that's what i mean they're getting killed on the streets they're getting set up and i mean what what the hell's going on with our police force that they're killing each other Covering up their crimes, man. Dirty cops. Y'all are dirty and y'all get busted. I, You know what? I'd watch what you say. Because, you know, a lot of cops, them little busybodies, they watch these shows I'm in and trouble they get now. pissed. I'm in trouble. They get pissed at what I say about cops. Well, have you met you? Well, I'd like a good debate. You know what I should do is get a, a freaking cop on again and debate because I tore one up already. Uh, you know, when I first started, I did an interview with the Lamira County Sheriff and I just whooped his ass. Maybe I need to get another one on. Whoop their ass again. Wow. Yes. Beautiful stuff. Why did I not hear you talking about that show on the show today? Because you're a moron. Because I wasn't paying. Anything else in the deal today? No. I mean, I could find more, but... uh, No, we don't need to find more. I mean, I got got other articles, but I'm saving them for tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. Like like tomorrow is going to be about, uh, in my opinion, this is what it should be about. Sex sells. It's everywhere, but does it make it right? Oh. Wow, now that's a topic right there. <laughs> Sex does sell. Yeah, shh, that's tomorrow. 
No, I can talk about a couple things on that. No. Then you're going to ruin it. Then I'm going to ruin it for tomorrow. Yeah. And then you guess what else is tomorrow? What else is tomorrow? About a sex addict who slept with more than 700 men. I got to talk about that one right now. <laughs> Screw you. I got to talk about that one right now. All right. She's... Was she a part of the world's biggest gangbang or something? Remember them old videos where they just put a broad in the middle of the room and you had all these guys just going up there? She's actually, she's actually, get this. You know the show Bachelor and Bachelorette? Yeah. On TV? Yeah. She's a, the ex-Bachelor star that says sex was always at the top of my mind. So she was a nymphomaniac. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. She would actually prowl for random guys at the supermarket. Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. <laughs> she had... She a hoe! Her name is Belinda Love. In air quotes. But they don't say what her real name is, so people the, can look her... Yeah, R-Y-G-I-E-R. -E Belinda Love Ryder. I bet that bachelor is now happy that he didn't pick her. She's she's had sex with more than 700 men during her addiction. How is that even... Po Did she ever come up with a freaking venereal disease? No. But she, uh, she, yeah, she's a former Bachelor contestant. <laughs> how, how, what is she doing? Three or four guys a day to get 700? I have no idea. But she did finally hit hit rock bottom. Talk about a wide load right there. Yeah, she hit You'd rock bottom. You'd fall into that shit. <laughs> you would. It's, uh, how long was her problem? Was it a year? Was it two years? Uh... Doesn't specify. It doesn't specify mm -mm. the 700 and the time frame she did them. No, it doesn't specify the time frame that she did them. It mainly, the, this article, uh, other than putting her out on the, you know, putting her out there saying that this is how many people she, she slept with. She put herself out there. Yeah. But the reason why she did that was because she, she said during this situation, during the time when she was banging like these 700 guys. How much you want to bet she's still doing it? One no, she said she hit rock bottom. What did she turn into a nun? Nope, she actually uh, runs empowerment boot camps to help other people with sex addiction. Oh come on, that's <laughs> bull! If you're out there doing seven hundred guys, you're just not gonna stop. She says, and I quote: "As a reformed sex addict who slept with more than seven hundred men." She is now revealing how she hit rock bottom when a partner turned violent during a terrifying encounter and now runs an empowerment boot camp to help others beat their sex addiction. I don't think she can do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she can do it. There ain't no way. 700? I'm still flabbergasted in what time period? <laughs> Was it five years? What 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 was she doing, man? Well, was she I, banging I, I, four or five guys at a time? I don't know. You'd have she. Well, it would be like an all day kind of thing, I guess. I mean, she go. She to the just sit there, and lay on her back. She go to the grocery store and just yeah. I guess that was her favorite hookup place was the grocery store. So she would actually go to the grocery store. Yeah, she said she tried hookups at the local grocery store, and her friendships like. Her friends said that it put a strain on their friendships because she would ditch 
their friends on nights so she could leave, ditch them, and go out to have sex. She was probably fucking them, too. These are female girlfriends. It does oh so it was men. It, it was only men. She was it did, only it wasn't men. females too? No, she was only with men. That's a lot of men. So basically she gets the Guinness Book of uh, World Records. I doubt it. That you know what? In the nineties that was a big thing. They actually had somebody from Guinness there to witness the world's largest gangbang. They literally lined up. And when they got to the front of the line, they'd have the fluffers get them ready. Fluffer. You imagine that's your only job in uh, life is to be a fluffer? That would suck. I wonder if they get good pay in there or if they have a good union to represent them. It's like, okay, you get this much for a blowjob. You get this much for a hand job. (laughs) Oh, here, here. I got some more information on her. What do you got? I got more. I got more. She would go out six, six nights a week and look for sex. Six, six nights? nights a week. She so she gave out. Sunday a rest on her and that, I was going to say, it looks like Sundays. Her putty was relaxing on that day. Yeah. So she took, she took it to heart. What the old man upstairs <laughs> said, you rest on the seventh day. <laughs> you imagine her going to confession. Oh and a pre- going in there talking to a priest saying, you know what? I did 40 guys this week <laughs> and his mouth dropping either that or he's behind the thing playing with himself. Like, Why Can I be I the next one? And you know what? A broad like that would probably do it. <laughs> did it say how many times each day for six days a week? Mm, no, I'm still looking, but Let's just say she did The Bachelor in 2017. Okay. So I would assume that her addiction, I don't know if it was concurrent with when she did The Bachelor or if it started after. Do you think during The Bachelor, that show? They're banging. You think they're banging everybody? Yeah, he's, you know damn well he's banging at least a handful, <laughs> handful or more of the women. You know it. Same do with you think that's do you think that's right though? Same with the Bachelorette. You're nasty. How am I nasty? I'm not the one. I doing didn't it. say you. I said they. They're nasty. Oh, I was gonna say it's not me. I mean, you're there for a reason because you're trying to find a spouse, according to this show. But don't you think that and they should be able to take a taste? They should get a taste of what they might be getting. Oh, so they should try it before they buy it. Try it before they buy <laughs> it. Never buy it outright. You only lease it. Only lease that pussy. You do not want to buy that pussy. Because you end up owing more at the end than you would be leasing it. Leasing it, you don't have to worry about them getting nothing. You buy it, you lose half. Half your shit is gone. If you got a dollar, you only get 50 cents. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. That's some bullshit, man. And never get married in California because it's half. It's half. Isn't that everywhere? I don't know, man. I really don't know, but I know that's California where they say half. Yeah, I've just looked in like 12 different articles and it doesn't specify how long she was doing it. 
she had been doing it for a long time. I know that. I mean, it's, I mean you know I mean, what? If you do the if you do the math right now from 2017 to now, mm-hmm. well, actually, according to her, the last 15 months she has not been doing sex. <laughs> so from 2017, she's had enough for a lifetime. What the hell you mean? From 2017 to 15 months ago, man, that's a lot of people to be boinking in that time frame. Boinking. <laughs> Really boinking? Are you serious? What? You don't like my terminology? Boinking. The hell I is guess, wrong with you? I guess it took one of you know what it was? Okay, I'm not I'm not trying to say this is like a, a good thing. Okay. I'm I, I'm against this it. coming from somebody who played with herself for two hours. I'm not talking about that part. Uh-huh. I'm talking about this chick sleeps with at least seven hundred men minimum because <laughs> that's the number that's there okay uh-huh. possibly between 2017 and 2021 okay, okay how many years i got the calendar or calculator up here four years four years do a four years four years times 365 that is 1460 days now you want me to divide that by 700 mm-hmm Divided by 700. She is doing three guys a day. There it is. Three guys a day in that time period. Now, no wonder she goes to a supermarket to find them. Now, here's the part. I mean, because she talks about her rock bottom was when the last man that she was with, you know, I guess was abusive. Well, maybe that's because he fell in. He had to get out. Which, you know, I I don't wish that on people. But do you think any of it could have had to do with the fact that she was sleeping with him and two other people in the same day? I think it might have. I mean, because if we go by your mark, that's how many there is. Because it doesn't specify. I mean, it does say that, you know, he he like gave her a black eye and yada, yada, yada. And he pushed her down the stairs and he did this, this, and this. Um, but it's like, okay, this all happened to you from this one specific guy. But what led up to that happening? Doesn't say. If you go for two guys a day, just bare minimum, that's 12 freaking guys a day or 12 <laughs> guys a week. But it's like, uh, yeah, well, um, she was probably out there opening her legs saying free cooter pies. I mean, to me, it sounds like she was with her having this sex addiction. She I'm surprised she didn't meet more men that mistreated her because of the fact that she was just jumping from guy to guy to guy to guy. So she had no relationships whatsoever. She didn't have any relationships with any of these men. And maybe the one that went after her is the one that wanted to be in a relationship, but she couldn't keep her legs closed. She said, no, I just, you know, I just want to go around screwing people. Which I'm not trying to give excuses for people to do that kind of crap. But I'm just saying it's like, you know, she should have wanted more detail on why it happened. Do you think it is a sickness? People say it is. I mean, I don't know. People claim it is. So sex isn't an addiction. Well, I mean, I would say so for her. I'd say so for men because every 10 seconds it's a fact that we're thinking about some kind of sex. 
it's just built up in our genes, man. It's like, dude, what'd you do? Go on your lunch break and go bang somebody. And then when you go home for dinner, go bang somebody. And then bedtime snack, bang somebody. I mean, that sounds like pretty much her day. How do you look at her as a woman? That kind of disgusts me, to be honest. What I, mean, would be- I mean, I don't think any person should be in the triple digits for <laughs> for sexual people. They, you shouldn't be as high as triple digits. Mm-hmm. She's 34 years old. That's all? Uh, she's 34. 34 she, is all she is. She's between 34 and 38. But it's like, that under 40 years of age, you shouldn't have triple digits for sex partners. That's no, because you gave an example from teenage to 20s to 30s. Yeah, but... That's uh, a normal amount for a woman. What? The way you said it. Oh, yeah. But not 700. Not in triple digits. From No, under 40 years old. And you got triple digits for how many people you slept with. Have you ever... Uh, my question, did you ever sleep with the same guy twice? What town you live in that you got this many people to choose yeah, from? Yeah, are you doing like a tour or something like that? Like a Motley Crew? You going from <laughs> city to city to city? I mean, it, it doesn't give a lot of specifications on Can that, you imagine like, Motley Crew? How many th- kids it, they got out there that they don't know it makes, about? It makes you think about, you know, what towns is she doing this? Is it just in her hometown? Oh, she'd have to go somewhere else to do it. I believe she's Australian, so. Oh, she's Australian. Dude, they pretty hot out there. She's a blonde bombshell, I ain't gonna lie. Oh, but you wouldn't do that bitch now. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. I don't give a crap how, how much she said, denies that she ain't got nothing. <laughs> it's time to cruise with your sex drive. Grab onto your clutch, put your mind in the air for masturbation and sexual stimulation. Dare you to tell the truth and get your ass out of neutral. It's time to get your porn. Man, maybe I shouldn't have done this segment after talking about a broad that did 700 guys. <laughs> now we're going to get into people's business. <laughs> the 321. Here and we how go many with sex morbid. partners have you had? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, shut yeah, up! Let's I don't leave even want to know. Let's leave that alone. I don't we? even want to know. <laughs> I mean, I kind of already know, but I don't want to. You know. don't want to know. Three twenty-one no. for Morbic. Have you ever had sex with someone older than you? And we're not talking one or two years. We're talking like at least five to ten years older than you. Hell yeah! Well, I already know your example. Hell yeah! You were in high school. I loved it. It was the best. Sometimes older women are better lovers. And then some of them are like, nah, that's some old pussy. It's old pussy, man. It has cobwebs on the shit and all that crap. Nah, sometimes no. Oh, you mean like the lady, older lady whose hood piercing you had to do? Oh, that bitch. <laughs> Dirty knobs, 435. 435 for the knob. What did we got? Have you ever been set up on a blind date and had sex with that person? Yes. On the first date? Yes. My goal is always to have sex on the first date. Oh my God. Why doesn't that surprise me? Um, at least I'm being honest. I'm always honest when I answer these questions. Mine would be no, because I've never been set up on a blind date. 
but you got to worry about blind dates, man. You, you know, the way your friend describes them is like, yeah, she's bomb. Next thing you know, you're like next to a whale and it's like, you're looking at them. Dude, you an asshole. <laughs> 450 for Jay. <laughs> got enough for two. Let's get it. What? I was just. I can't etch a sketch that away though. Never mind. I can't. I can't. What do you got? I was just picturing uh uh like somebody in their twenties with somebody in their seventies. <laughs> it happens. I know. It's like why? Why? How many times can you do it in a single day? Once. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> Anymore, that's not worth my time. That's too much exercise. I only exercise once a day. <laughs> Any more than that, you'll give me a heart attack. Screw that shit. Once a day. That's it. No comment. <laughs> Last one we can get to is 372. What do we got? I'm not going to answer that last question because <laughs> I could probably go all day. Knowing you, you could. What do you got? Do you like sucking toes while you're doing it? Oh, we've already talked about that. <laughs> what? That's what they're picking. <laughs> Go to 371 then. Okay. Let's skip that one. <laughs> Do you like to keep your eyes open during sex? Hell yeah. Nah. Oh, you a bitch. Nah, close them. <laughs> it's nap time. Don't forget, tonight, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll see you live. <laughs>